Hello and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about the book that we have read. My name is Chin Si and uh, books are all I have. Joining me at the table today. Hi. Hi who's, a, who's a tiny I'm Barney Lemon Klein. You invited me on. I hope it's okay I brought my brother. Okay. I don't remember doing this. I don't remember issuing an invitation at all. Um, yeah, we're coming on. We, 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 we come on, but we haven't had breakfast yet. I've, I brought some quail's eggs. We got some quail's eggs. Would you like a quail's egg? <laughs> Yum! Your, your brothers. Brothers. We feed each other. Okay. Okay. Very weird relationship here. Uh, okay, who's the oldest brother? Me. Well, I mean, it's a matter of debate. How's this a matter of debate? <laughs> we came out at the same time. So you're twins. Yeah. You don't look anything alike. Well, you, you know, you barely even sound alike. Well, I had a lot of plastic surgery, <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> he had plastic surgery the other direction. So you had plastic surgery so you could tell each other apart. I'm assuming. Yeah, we yeah. were fed up of everyone thinking that we were the same person. So we'll ha- okay, that, that, that's probably a common occurrence that happens to a lot of twins in this world. Brad, what? Did you say your name yet? Oh yeah, it's Brad Lemon <laughs> Good one. Good, yes, good. High five. <laughs> so Brad and Barney. Barney. The Lemon Kine brothers. Lemon Kine brothers. The Lemon Kine brothers. Yeah. Okay. Climb. C-L-I-M-B. Okay. Lemon Climb. Okay, I'm, I'm really struggling to remember why I invited you onto the show. What did I say in my invitation? You said you had an issue with the water heater. Okay, all right. And I took that to mean come on my podcast. All right, so what's happened here? <laughs> but is I that... haven't had breakfast. Okay, I, I see what's happened here. I must have mistakenly sent you the email that I meant to send to my plumber. So technically, this no, is we not... are plumbers. No, we're plumbers too. <laughs> Your boy plumbers. We're not boys. You look very tiny, like you look like a pair of boys. That's the plastic surgery. (laughs) I thought only one of you had had plastic surgery. No, he had it the other direction. Okay. (laughs) Wait, what does that mean, the other direction? Well, his face is kind of of caved in on itself. Is that what that is? In a way, I guess you could say that. Oh, so wait, so if you put your faces together, they fit perfectly into one another. (laughs) Oh, that's lovely. Like a yin and yang. I'm yin. He's yang. Wow. Have you got special videos of you doing this? We have a YouTube channel where we do plumbing. <laughs> plumbing. I'm doing air quotes. Hi, what's your name? My yes. name's Emily. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. I did invite you onto this podcast and you yes, did not... You, did, res- you, you got the right email, right? It I think so, yeah. It wasn't... There was no mention of any water heater or anything like no, that? No. Okay, no, all right. I mean... Lucky. It's, it's odd that you've suddenly invited... Have you actually done anything about my water heater whilst you're here? I, I looked at it. Yeah. It's not very hot. Yeah, that's part of the problem. That we'll have a look at it afterwards, but we we're just we're just gonna have something to eat now. I've got I brought a spaghetti. Would you like a spaghetti? Yes, I was. Here you go, Brad. 
Oh wow, they're doing the Lady and the Tramp sucking. <laughs> oh god, oh, this is. Oh my god, and they fit perfectly. Yeah, you're, you're going to be f- you're sort of fused together. This wow. Is wow. <laughs> well. Is that how you eat all your meals? Is just one <laughs> strand of spaghetti that you suck together and it's, then fit into each other's faces? It's difficult. We do it with baguettes sometimes. Wow, that's a powerful image. Have you thought about Not taking this show on the road? I reckon there'd be people, there'd be people who would pay to see two perfectly uh, symmetrical faces of two brothers fit into one another after sucking on a spaghetti strand. <laughs> wow. if, you, if you got it on YouTube, it's there for free, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, you know, you need to start charging for your... Monetize that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all of our videos get demonetized. Why? Because of the racism. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that's true. Oh we dear. denounce racism on every episode. Oh, okay, you yeah. denounce it, that's and fine. And YouTube's algorithm, as algorithms don't like it. They don't like it. What, no. So, I, I, this is completely the opposite to how I thought YouTube worked. So, when do you denounce the racism? Is that when your faces are fused together? <laughs> Because if it, it is, yeah. then that probably what it is, people can't hear it properly and they think you're actually just being racist, <laughs> yeah. guys. Mm. It's because we say, and now for racism. <laughs> and then while our faces are used together, we denounce racism. I can see why that would be confusing to a lot of people. Mm. I, I'm already thinking to myself, if I watched a video like that, I'd be really hard-pressed to see what your stance was. I'd be too sort of like... Caught up in the fact that your faces are fused together to actually listen uh, to the You know what message. you need? You need subtitles. That's mm. a good idea. Yeah. We, should, we should invest in well, that. Well, don't, don't they have closed caption technology on YouTube? Yeah, these you days? think so. You think so. But then if the, if what's coming out is muffled already, it might be a bit... Yeah. Might What sounds like it's anti-racist might end up sounding racist. You've got to watch out for that. Well, you need to yeah. start using such ambiguous language. Such as? Such as? Such as. Uh, I don't know. I've got strong feelings. <laughs> so we have, yeah, we say we have strong feelings on racism. <laughs> okay, and we, yeah, and we yeah. think that there's a real issue around guns. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Racist guns or just? Oh well, we guns. think that there's definitely a relation between the two, and that there's something really like important that has to happen. Right? Yeah. Something. I think that's wait, wait. That, that, okay, now, now this is sounding <laughs> ambiguous because I'm not really yeah, well, sure that's what you mean. Most of the issue is that we yeah. don't really come down on one side or the other, but we talk about very controversial <laughs> things. While you're both fused, your faces are fused together. Yeah. Well, we give the opinions after our faces are smushed together. <laughs> okay. So when they're smushed together, how do those opinions sound? <laughs> yeah, I can see why. Yeah. Especially with that noise. That noise is my very tummy's confusing. Grumbling, yeah. Brad, my tummy's grumbling. Would you like a turkey leg? Yes, please. <laughs> oh my god, you're both eating it again from the same, uh, from both at different ends and meeting yeah. in the middle. You've got a very strange relationship. How do you decide who gets the bit with? I was going to say who gets the meat and who gets the bone. Uh, we rotate. Nice. Well, it's that's based good. on systematic oppression. Okay. okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Uh, let's let's. I think we're getting too hung up on the unpacking a lot of what you're saying. We will get into this. Um, but uh, I want to say it's a real pleasure to have you all on the show, even if you didn't get an official invitation. And uh, maybe you can have a look at my water heater afterwards. But um, today we're we're here to discuss um, a book that's quite close to my heart, actually. Um, it's The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Now. Uh, Obviously, this book has been adapted into TV shows and movies and even the opera once, I believe. Uh, so it's part of the, the Western canon, I'd say. It's an important book. Um, were you 
familiar with this book before coming on the show? We read that book, didn't we? Yeah, we read it in school. We read it in school. Well, okay, all right. Oh, is that what? For what year did we Jesus? read it in again? Uh, year two of plumbing school. Year two of plumbing school. Didn't wow. realise that would be on the curriculum of plumbing school. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't seem... Extra credit. What does it teach you about plumbing? Why is it relevant? Well, doesn't it teach you about plumbing? That's, oh, that's the real question. Uh, this would be interesting because I didn't even pick up on any of the plumbing subtext in uh, the, the Great Gatsby. Well, that's just how good the plumbing is in the Great Gatsby. It's like you don't notice it. Yeah. When plumbing works, it's never an issue. That's very true. Oh, is it like, like film editing? You only notice it when it's bad. Exactly. Mm, yeah. Okay. Or very, very good. Yeah. That's a good point. That's so you're saying you're point. not very, the, the plumbing in the book isn't very, very good, but it's, it's functional. Right. It's not showy. It's yeah. not showy. But it wants, I mean, there's a lot of showy stuff going on in the book, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of decadence, but you don't need to have showiness when it comes to plumbing. I think that's the message. Well, I'm hoping right? that you can, like, um, these these two uh, young lads can enlighten us. I'm, on... I'm the same age as you. Oh, how old is that? 38. Mm, I'm actually 37, but... Uh... Uh, I'm old. We're old. We actually, I think we're 37 as well, aren't we? Well, we are. But we're, but we're 37 and three quarters. Okay. Is it not worrying you had to ask your brother how old you guys are? Well, sometimes we round it up and sometimes we don't. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right, okay. I mean, sometimes we say 37 and, and, and eight months. So you just round it up? Like, um, yeah. At what point do you round it up? Uh, over four months, usually. And you round it up, not down? Up. Never done. Okay. Never done. All right. All right. That's that's a good system. I'm glad you've enjoyed You might start rounding it down as you get older. That's very true. I, I've started right. to do that already. Me too. Yeah. Well, we're older than you. So. Well, yeah, I, 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 I said 37, but I've rounded it down from 40. Ah. Uh, um, but okay. I want to hear more about the, the plumbing as we get into this book. Emily, what... I mean, this is your first time reading Gatsby? Third time? Um, It's probably third or fourth. Oh, um, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, do you like this book? I do. Li- I like it. It annoys me at the same time, but it's it's interesting with every read. What's um What's the most annoying thing about this book? Um, that a lot of the characters are dicks, That's and a good um, point. there's nothing wrong with kind of you know reading a book where the characters are unpleasant mm. because you know that's that's just how it goes if you're sort of studying literature and you're looking at the kind of the human condition you are going to get some dickheads in there. Absolutely For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, it's yeah, it's just realistic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's quite a lot of quite a lot of dickheads around and um, mm-hmm. the dickheads in this book clearly um, dickheads who at least don't know how to throw good parties that's very true actually the people who um, throw their best parties tend to be dickheads this is true it. actually Let's this is why it. if you've got you're invited to one of these parties don't make friends with the person who's the host exactly. that's the that's the mistake that Nick makes he should have just turned up nicked a yogurt out of the fridge and gone home no he should and that's what yeah, I used well, to do at the cool student parties what kind of yogurt do you steal uh, depends. Usually a strawberry one. Depends on what's on offer, really. We wouldn't take strawberry one. No, it would be a peach yogurt for us. We'd take peach. Yeah. Oh, so it's a stretch. Just, just yeah. one between you, and then you put it between yeah. your faces and no, clap it up. And no, we do. We use a spoon, don't we? Would you not use a straw if you're both fused together with a yogurt? Or do you, do you fuse? I'm just trying to work out. The issue with a what... straw is that it's very difficult to, to, to drink it at the same time because it's yeah. just too viscous. And it also looks like we're kissing. But your faces are fused together, so it kind of looks and like... And like all the other times where your faces are fused together. Right. How do you fuse your faces and not make it look like you're kissing? Uh, when, you, when you're talking about racism. Yeah. We hold up a sign. Well, that says, what, we're not kissing? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> So one of you goes, now, now racism. Then you hold up a sign that says, we're not kissing. And then you fuse your faces. We've got special t-shirts, mate. Mine says not, and his says kissing. <laughs> We got the idea of a sign from the from the Westboro Baptist Church. You know, <laughs> yeah. they carry signs. 
It's true. They do carry signs. Um, not always related to. But when they they don't not, look yeah. like they're kissing. They've never looked like they're kissing. They probably anything. never kissed yeah. ever. Oh, oh no, they have some very very distinct views. Yes, they do. Indeed. They do. We're opposed to them. So. That's good to know. Yeah, well, I, I think we're all opposed to it. Yeah, absolutely. This church here. Um, and that's a strong stance that we're taking on Bacon Lake. If the characters in The Great Gatsby were in the Westboro Baptist Church, they'd be even more arse, even more arseholy. Yep, but they would be also incredibly ineffectual. This is true. Even more ineffectual than the um, uh, Westboro Baptist Church is now. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I wanna, like, I'm going to seek into my first question that I want to ask the room uh, today. Now, um, let's go up Fitzgerald. The very last minute, he wanted to change the name of the book to Under the Red, White, and Blue. Um, now, let's think about this. Do you think this is, would have been a better title than The Great Gatsby? Or do you think The Great Gatsby is fine as is? I think it's fine as is. Great Gatsby. Yeah, and I, there was a, there's a list somewhere on, online of all the titles that he thought of previous to that and some of them are just mad what, what were the other titles um, I think one of them was something like Trimalcio in West Egg oh wow okay okay so that's a Satyricon reference yes yeah, it's a Satyricon reference and West Egg being the made up bit of okay um, uh, what, what were the other up? titles uh, James and the Giant Peach yeah. yeah that wouldn't have worked that Jumanji have worked. <laughs> Reader's Wives Star Wars episode 12 <laughs> No, yeah. I'm joking on the last one. I'm joking on the last <laughs> oh, one. Oh, you scamp, you little scamp. I did a joke. And High you, five. You want a celebratory uh, cream egg? I was going to ask you for one. I actually oh. was. Yeah, go on. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, no, you're not meant to eat the foil. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your brother's choking. <coughs> it's a problem with his internal plumbing. Well, no one, not many humans can ingest the wrapper on a Cadbury's cream egg. That's true. Not yeah. many. Not Actually, many, but there are some. Considering that you eat a lot of your food with your faces fused together, I'm surprised choking isn't more of an everyday occurrence. Yeah, for me, I was actually. wondering about that. Yeah, yeah well, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's true. What are you going to do? Well, if I possibly die, I eat your meals separately. I don't know. That's just a, what. That's crazy. Just you ever tried boy. eating separately? Yeah, I was sick. I threw it up straight away. Okay, well, sick to the my stomach. Well, I guess if this okay. methodology is keeping you alive and preventing you from starving to death, who am I to judge? Yeah, uh, yeah. who are you to judge? Exactly. I don't, I don't have to watch hey, you. Hey, you to judge. I don't have to who watch you it? eat. It's a bit weird that I have to watch you eat, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. Have to. But, yeah. But, uh, did, did you, do you remember the book? Uh, I remember reading the book. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, me too. Yep, cool, cool. Because like we do, we do not like it when people do not read the books at this book club. We just have one rule in this book club: you got to read the books. It's not too much to ask, is it? No. Yeah, exactly. So, is "Under the Red, White, and Blue" a reference to the America? You, it, well, mm. that's what I think. But there have been other people who've said that it could be actually a reference to the French flag. It could be. Yeah, could be could, a reference to, to, to the Great British flag. It could be to the mm. Onion Jack. The Onion the Jack. Jack. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It could be a reference to uh, um, Virgi- two the of the uh, Infinity Stones. Yeah. Um, and the white, I don't know what that would be a reference to. Possibly. The colour of most of the superheroes. <laughs> yes, as well. Or yeah. a piece of paper. Or a piece of paper. White or, piece of paper. Or yeah. snow. Or the fact that Tom Buchanan in the book is a massive racist. That's true. He's Tom Buchanan is a white supremacist in this. Maybe yes. that's what it means. Under wow. the so can you blame him? Okay, but okay. So like, let's go with the let's let's go <laughs> with the um, the America interpretation. Mm. Um, so obviously, if you name your book 
under the red, white, and blue, you're basically making a statement, much like Charles Gambino, that this is America. Maybe he should have called it this is America <gasps> instead. Good work, good idea. Mm. Yeah. Good idea. How much do you think this book is actually about America, though? A lot. I think most of it's about America. Yes. Yeah. Specifically... The words. Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Uh, uh, ascension. Old money. Ascension. Ascension. Ascension through the ranks of society. Okay. How, how James was but a poor bumble crowned. So James, you mean James Gats, a.k.a. J. Gatsby, a.k.a. The Great Gatsby. A.k.a. the character of the book that we're talking about. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you think he ascends through the ranks of society? He ascends. He, re- he reaches the peak of society by selling some crack. lovely... Yeah. Delicious I'm crack. I'm not sure if it was crack, <laughs> but... Um... <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> hungry for what? Crack? I want Jacob's cream crackers. Oh, okay. Cream crackers. Here you go. See what you did there. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Wrap it up, wrap it up. You can eat 12 cream crackers. Biggest cracker I've ever seen. It was <laughs> never going to end, was it? Um, biggest cracker in the world. We made it ourselves. Wow. Well, it's not really. Why do you call it Jacob's? Exactly. Because <laughs> our, our, brother, our brother Jacob helped make it. Is he also one he of made the... it out of cream and crack. Is he another twin? <laughs> and he's white. So okay. we call him a cracker. You're white as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we can use the word. It's uh, fine. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Is, he, uh, is he elder, younger? He's 12 years younger. Wow, the younger brother. So does he get a lot of shit from you two, being the older Literally siblings? and figuratively. We give him quite a lot of shit. Don't really know. He's a plumber as well. Ah, he plums, he does your plumbing. Yeah, but he lives downstairs. <laughs> and he has to, he has to basically do the plumbing for your toilets after. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough, fair enough. Do you, do you, do you also go to the toilet together as well? No, don't be fucking that's disgusting. <laughs> that is horrible. But we do hold hands underneath the cubicle door. <laughs> for all for a glory hole if there is one provided. <laughs> okay. Right, this is, um, <laughs> I guess kind of sweet in a way that these two uh, brothers and the age of 37 years of age are holding hands also going to the toilet and share all their food together um, that's kind of sweet I, I, I love that um, okay so you, you mentioned earlier uh, um, uh, I, oh, I forgot your name Barney that's right Barney sorry that's incredibly rude of me Barney yes. Barney you mentioned ascending through the ranks of society is that America to you? that is the American dream I don't know if it is, though. I disagree. It's a version thereof, I think. Mm. It's a very specific type of... Mm. Well, it's about no matter where you come from, no matter who you are, no matter what you may be, no matter who no matter who might have been on your um, payroll. payroll, no matter who was in a swimming pool when you were younger, no matter who was doctor, no matter, you can <laughs> do it. What, um, and we don't have that here, do we? No, don't we, we don't. do we? Well, okay, fair enough. There's an, as the car system over here in Great Britain is a little a bit more entrenched. Um, I don't necessarily believe that uh, that the notion of the American dream, for example, it's kind of like I. Is it an ironic title under the red, white, and blue? Do you reckon? I think so. Mm. But okay. I think it's an ironic book in and of itself, isn't it? What's the big irony in the book? The big irony is that success does not bring you happiness. 
Is that ironic or is it just like... Well, a, well you think, well, that's what the American um, sort of... Hold on, hold on. Let that's me what just... greatness is. They describe Gatsby as great. They describe the great American dream and then... Then he and 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 then he and 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 then oh god, take then, a breath, take a breath. And then, and then you're turning blue. You're and, turning blue. You might need to feed him again. <laughs> Just a thought. Nice. nice. Okay. And then it's not. It's not so great. So it's like great, but it's not so great. It's like objectively not great. I'm. Tra- I'm. I'm. See, I've taken what you said. I've cross referenced it against um, the song "Ironic" by Alanis Morissette. She doesn't mention it at all. So I don't she know. Doesn't. She, she might have done in a previous verse yeah, that got cut out. Early draft, yeah, it's yeah. like being rich. Like the great Gatsby, who's not actually that great, and it's kind of ironic because he's sad. Oh, <laughs> I like that lyric. So right it's, like, it's like being rich, but not being Like fulfilled. being rich, but no one turns up when when you when it's your funeral and no one shows up. It's after the wedding. She went with wedding day in the end. But it's like... <laughs> the original version of Ironic was 12 hours long. It was, yeah. It, it was just, every... Oh, actually, you're possible. right. Actually, the original demo of... Uh, Ironic was just literally Alanis Morissette reading out The Great Gatsby, uh, yeah, completely unabridged. So maybe you're into something here. Maybe you're onto something. Well, I know I am because I'm very smart. Do you think? But I, I, I mean, you are. That outburst has convinced me that you are not as uh, unintelligent as your concave face. Uh, <laughs> what, yeah, that's, that's hey, you're, you're being a bit, uh, making you being a bit judgmental about a concave face there. Well, he did have. Plastic surgery to, to make his face concave. That's not a very smart thing to How do. How do you know Einstein didn't have a concave face, though? It's all right. Have a uh, bean sprout. Thank you. I'm happy again. Okay. I, I don't wow. know for... I can't say any certainty that... Uh, assurance that uh, Einstein did not have a concave face. But I can say this with assurance. It's very hard to stick your tongue out if you have a concave face. Yeah, he does do that. That was a photo, though. We didn't actually see him do it. So we think that photo was somehow... It was, Do- yeah, yeah, it was no. It was if, if you kind of had got get the angle right, if you've mm-hmm. got something that goes in, you can make it look like it's going out. So yeah. you think that all photos of Albert Einstein were forced perspective? Yes, right, to, that's exactly to yeah, give him the appearance of a tongue. In fact, all of him was was concave. It was really weird. <laughs> Just okay, all right. I I, I don't but, know how you have any proof of this though. I I I, I, I'm I don't need proof when I know. Okay, he existed okay. in four dimensions, Albert Einstein. So yeah, the fourth dimension was the concave. Within. That's why he was so good at physics. Because yeah, he, he, he was a concave dimension. man. For, the fourth dimension is time, though. I yeah. have to put that out. So in time, he like, was concave. Know, yeah, he that was doesn't concave. make any sense. Well, you obviously just aren't smart as we okay, are. You well, fair to, enough. Maybe you I'm didn't not. do as much education as we did. Yeah, I didn't yeah. go to plumbing school. That's the fair Harvard enough. School of plumbing. The Harvard wow. School of Plumbing. We, we got the, the Rutherson uh, Scholarship. And the uh, Bavison Award. Okay, good. For plumbing. Good. I'm pleased. <laughs> you went to plumbing school. You got a prize. Big whoop. Doesn't mean that you know anything about Einstein's concave face. Well, there was a module on concave okay. Einstein. Concave <laughs> Einstein 101. Right, okay. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Okay. All right, fair enough. I'll defer to the uh, people who know better. Apparently, con- Einstein was concave. <laughs> What do you think, listeners at home? Do you think concave? Do you think the concave Einstein theory holds up? Yes. Right in. Yes, it does. Yes, right. It does. Don't, don't bother. bother. You don't need to. We already know. Right. <laughs> right in to fakingpodcast@gmail.com. Do not write in under any circumstances. Subject header: uh, conca- concave Einstein. No, con <laughs> con yay. Einstein or con nave Einstein. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's probably a better way of doing that. But um, yes, write into us and let us know what your thoughts are on this subject. Um, thank you for your thoughts on the Americanism of the book. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next subject, which is uh, about the period and setting of The Great Gatsby. Uh, Great Gatsby is obviously like, intrinsically tied to the jazz age. You can't think of The Great Gatsby without thinking jazz and age. Scats. We're also a jazz duo. Okay. Oh, lovely. Okay. Well, we'll let, we'll get into that. Well, what, maybe kind, can... what kind of jazz? He does the left hand of the guitar, and I do the right hand. Okay, right. So it's like a sort of a trad jazz thing. It's not yeah. any kind of. Do you, do, you, do you meet in the middle and fuse it's... your faces as well? That, 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 that's what jazz fusion is. Yeah, it's jazz, yeah, jazz fusion. <laughs> They're referring. Yeah. Well, why would you call it jazz fusion when the only thing getting fused is your face? Surely well, you just call it face fusion. Face melting. It's a fusion of jazz and uh, faces. Faces and concave music. Well, maybe one one of you's playing one type of music and one of you's playing another type. Of, one's playing jazz, one's playing more of kind of a rock thing, yeah. and then you fuse together the music and your faces. So, if anything, it should be called jazz fusion fusion. Uh, okay, I, that, 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 that checks out. That checks out. That makes sense to me. I'm doing the fingers and I'm playing jazz, and mm. he's doing uh, punk rock on the. On the strum of yeah, baby. Okay, all right. So that's like a fusion of two fuck styles. Fuck you. Well, the, um, yeah. Okay, what, all right. Is that what steady on, steady on. Hey, fuck you. Oh, I spat on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> he gets a bit. Calm too down. Punk calm sometimes. down. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not very good at punk yet. Well, you. you what well, you, you got part of it down. I feel you must have done punk gobbing 101 because that was quite a lot of spit that came out. Yeah. And that was also particularly impressive since it was a concave face that you spat out. Yeah. I can see why the angle might be diff- difficult there. It's like being left-handed. If you've got a concave face, you have to learn how yeah. to spit in a special way. Do you, do you find yourself like when you're asleep, right, and you're lying on your back with your concave face? I'm the only one coming on this. this oh no, this no, no! It's important. Because you've got, got a convex face. No, no, concave face. Yeah, everybody's got a con- <laughs> convex face. But you are who do. But yeah, mine is especially. So convex, wait, wait, fine, <laughs> If you do, you find yourself sometimes lying in bed, right, on your back and asleep, and you start drooling. And if you draw too much, you find yourself at risk of drowning because of your concave face, like stores all the drool. Yeah, because you'd have like a face bowl. Like literally, yeah. Sort of flob there. Oh. Yeah. Is that a risk? Do you have? To, do you find yourself having to like tip your brother over in the night? Cause... Is this why you guys became plumbers? I don't know to how avoid that flies. the night tight. Well, because of the build the up of lipstick. Yeah, you okay. You have to sweat. Got to learn leak. how to deal with it. Oh, yeah, really, yeah, he has a little pipe in his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, you, you built the pipe work to stop him drowning. Like, in you know sink. how you siphon gas? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. suck it. We have to do that, but for a siphon so in you're his a, face. So you're a flop siphoner. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. He's better time. <laughs> It goes into a bucket. It's Aww. it's funny because it's very sweet. Well, it's not funny <laughs> as much as it is incredibly sweet. That but if you don't laugh, you'll cry. That's true. Uh, well, that's again, what Mum always used to say, isn't that right? No, she used to say, if you don't cry, you'll laugh. Oh yeah, that's it. Can you? If you can don't you cry, not? You'll laugh. Is crying a similar sort of problem as well? You can't cry on your back, otherwise you might drown. Yeah, and then birds land in my on my cheeks <laughs> and Aww. then start eating all my all my. Spare food. Just trying to have a bath in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Last time a Robin landed on, on my eyebrow. Yeah. That's the end of the story. Okay. That's <laughs> right. his best yeah. anecdote. That is a pretty good that anecdote. pretty good. I told it to Obama when we met him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who would have known that would have been, out of all the anecdotes from this uh, jazz fusion face concave man, <laughs> the best one would be about a bird landing on his face once. <laughs> but anyway. Um, you met Obama. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
Right, okay. Is it? Did, did he at this point know what you were actually trying to convey in your facial fusion videos, or did it? Was he just telling you off for well, he mistakenly was, thinking he was the first guest on our on our YouTube channel? Okay, oh what, what, did, what did you what? have him do? Oh, we or he talked about racism. We spoke about racism with him. Struggles his face. How did you get like former U.S. president? Well, we went Barack to Obama the Harvard show. School of Plumbing, so and we did yeah. the plumbing for the White House. Oh, okay. okay. But we right. did it also before he became president. Yeah, as well. So you did wait, wait. So you did plumbing in the White House before he became president. So what does he owe you then? Well, then we did it after he became president. (laughs) Yeah, we did it again. Sure, we have been friends with George W. Bush. Right, he was on the podcast as well. He was on the podcast as well. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. How many presidents have you had in the podcast? Uh, oh, God, blimey. 50. 50. <laughs> that strikes me as 50, almost wait, impossible. Let's yeah. finish. God, God said 50 minus. <laughs> minus we, like, 12. we like to start by like the total possible number of presidents that could have been. And then, and then we work back from there, so I'm sure we haven't missed anyone. You've got to, you've got to get a it's a very America. confusing way of doing this. It is, yeah, there's got to be better ways. You're so America centric. We've what? had we've had the Finnish president on. We yeah. had uh, oh. Emmanuel Macron. Okay, all right. And we gave him a macaroon to see if he noticed. He oh. didn't notice. He didn't notice. But he did eat it. Okay, all right. It was coconut. So, oh, sounds, that's nice. So sounds good. like a almost like a, a a show where you prank presidents. With we like also, a, who else did we You have? prank presidents and then you fuse <laughs> your faces together. I'm, I'm, I need to subscribe to this. Sounds, sounds like a pretty good show. I have to admit. At what point everyone. does the whole does the jazz fit in, and how does the anti-racism? Well, fit that's in? just the theme tune. And then PewDiePie came on one time, <laughs> and he and he said that he he was jealous about our YouTube channel, even though yeah, he has one more follower. Than can us. You, guys, can you pull up a clip of your show? Can we watch a clip of your show sure. right now? Oh All right. yeah. Okay, okay. Just like pull it up. Um, can we get the connected then? All right. Um. Uh. 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 <laughs> So this is a clip of your your show that we're watching right now. You want to walk us through this clip? What's happening right now? Starting with some classic jazz fusion noises there. Take it away! Uh, Brian, what, do you want to talk us through... Oh, oh, boys, do you want to talk us through what's going on in this clip? This is the theme tune. Okay. Okay. Can you hear the jazz? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> the queen! <laughs> Fuck you! The queen! Okay, today on our show we have President Bronco Obama. Hello there. Uh, how are you? How are you? Very well, thanks. That's good. Alright, uh, what do you uh, now for racism? <laughs> oh boy, boys. Now, come on, come on. You don't have to do this for my benefit. Okay, he doesn't want it. Alright. Who was your favourite presidential aide? Oh, probably Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy the AIDS. Jimmy AIDS? No. Ah, you said AIDS. No. Bright. No, no, no. You got bright. <laughs> Good one, boy. Barack, do you remember when we were in school? No. When was that? I, was this in Kenya? No. No, that's racist. We got him. We got him. <laughs> presidential pranks. Would you like a macaroon? <laughs> sure. It's coconut. Mmm, delicious. Can we just stop the clip here? Yeah, can we stop the clip here? Yeah, because we just, I just want a little bit of contrast. You went to school with Barack Obama. No. Was, was that part of the hilarious We tried prank? to trick him. We tried to trick him into oh, saying that. Okay. He went also, to I just want to point out um, from the clip, that's clearly not Barack Obama. <laughs> How do you know? No. Well, no, that, first of all, that guy was white. That guy was white. Um... 
He was also... Well, Barack um, Obama is half-white. Well, that's not the issue here. That's yeah, clearly that's... not Barack Obama. Look at him. Yeah, Look that's... at that guy on the video. He's not even dressed in a suit. He's had plastic surgery. So you, you tried to prank a president and actually someone who wasn't a president pranked you. It are looks like you should have done your research about Are all your videos like this? No. Can, can I just see yes. about like, the thumbnail for the George W. Bush one? Yeah, I should play the George W. Bush one. Let's see what, what happened to the George W. Bush okay. one. Is this actually George W. Bush you got there on the, on the show? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, can you hear it? Is it on? Ah. Uh, is this okay, how every go. show begins? Every show begins on okay. Fuck you, the Queen. Fuck you, the Queen. Fuck you, the Queen. Uh oh, George W. Bush. Hi, it's me, George W. Bush. Hi, George W. Bush, how are you? I'm great. Do you care about black people? Ooh, sometimes. <laughs> I'll never tell. That's a weird answer, isn't it? <laughs> how is your toilet? It's great. I'm, I'm George W. Bush. Why wouldn't it be perfect? I'm gonna kill myself now. Okay, guys, can we can we can we stop the clip? Uh, you do know that was a lady. That wasn't George W. Bush. <laughs> A lady who apparently First female president George W. Bush Georgina Bush yeah. Also okay. the, the first female president Of the United States Just kill herself On your show It was a prank <laughs> For we who? Were gonna give For her who? Back Did, wait 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 wait. She pranked you Or you pranked her By having her Commit suicide In your show A little bit of both <laughs> okay, Sometimes right. it's right. hard To tell who's pranking who that's a very good point. That is the problem With pranks And that's actually. how you know It's a good prank Yeah Just yeah. like in The Great Gatsby Where's the pranks in The Great Gatsby? When when he when he, he has the cup in his hand and he turns around and he's like, I've got a cup of juice <laughs> <laughs> And then and then and then and then Nick Carraway's like, What? You got me, that is a cup. <laughs> it's um, a prank. Wow. How long did it take to set up that prank, you think? Well he had to organise the party to be able to do it. Otherwise, no one else would have believed him. So, one of the original ideas for the title was The Great Gatsby, a.k.a. Bantz Meister General. It was, it was, it was. Um, Are we still talking about that? We are talking about the title. We're talking about, actually, I never even got to the question I was going to ask. But um, that's a good point. Pranks galore in The Great Gatsby. Mm. um, The cup prank being the best one, the cup of juice. Um, But this is a book that's tied intrinsically to the jazz age, right? And you two as jazz specialists, like, can probably, good position to talk about this. Um, is this a book that's more universal than that, though? What parts of this book have still seem current today, and what books have not aged that well at all? Mm. What a vague question. Is that a vague question? Sorry, repeat the question. As a book that's tied to the jazz age, I think of it as a jazz age book, yeah. but is it a universal book? Has things, oh. are, are there issues and storylines and themes and characterizations in the book which could not have happened at any other time other than the jazz age? Um, have they, ha, ha, or does it still feel quite universal and current? It's all people, isn't it? People are people, and people are people. Okay, that's a very vague answer. That's You've got you there. there. I do have got you there. Okay, I think all people are the same across all genders, uh, races, timelines. <laughs> Is that why you uh, just keep booking people who you think are the president when yeah. they're clearly not? Because, <laughs> like, technically, in your worldview, they could be the president. <laughs> that's quite. That's sweet in a way. That's kind of a utopian world. It is utopian, like isn't it? Yeah. Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Probably th- those people that said probably didn't trying to prank you, mm. and me 
Yeah. Me most of all saying that's not Barack Obama, that's not George W. Bush. That's the not thing is, that people. was a prank because I think that might have been Barack Obama. You it got was. them there. We what, were, we what, as in a up. double, a double prank. Well, that was that was you. I mean, you said that's not Barack Obama, but you know, and I did too. But in fact, that that clearly was Barack Obama. Wait, yeah. hold on a second. We got you. <laughs> Wait. Oh, sorry. What? No, I think didn't Chin get you because he said no. oh, we, we we said that's not the president, and you said we you said we thought it was, but actually it was. I don't. Are we filming this? Because this is a great trip. Right? <laughs> this, should, this should go on TripAdvisor. Well, wait, hold on a second. I've got something for you. It's a cup of juice! Oh, 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 I got you! I got you! You got us. Do you know what the best thing is? That's not even juice. Oh! oh what a pro- oh, What's so, in the So cup? many pranks today. It's actually empty! Oh! I thought oh, yeah. it made you think it was full of juice. And it's not even a cup. It's not even a cup. It's a mug! It's oh. a mug! Oh it's my god! Good. Let's retire. Yeah. Yeah. If Chin has beaten you guys, I'm sorry. We're retiring from plumbing. <laughs> Not the video show. Oh no! no the bit on. that was actually involved the pranks. You're Got just going to retire from plumbing. Okay. All right. We'll go back to our law firm. <laughs> it was the law firm also prank so based. Lemon Kime and Lemon Kime. You're, yeah. the, you're those Not guys. Prank based. Prank law sometimes. And we and our, our motto is six semper tyrannis. Ever thus to tyrants. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> you've got to prank tyrants, right? Yeah, we prank them with our human right. rights lawing. Oh. So I'm wait a second. Human rights. So you're human rights lawyers? Yeah. Who did you represent? Uh, all the people oppressed by Gaddafi. That's, quite um, That's a big class action there. Yeah. Do they appreciate Robert Mugabe's the brother. Christian Mugabe. Okay, alright. Um, Saddam's cousin. Okay. Yeah. What's his name? Devlin. Devlin Hussein. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's quite a big family, I suppose. It's a distant... Yeah, it's a very distant, distant one. What did Devlin Hussein have to... Um... Defectors. Okay. I want to go back to Devlin Hussein, though. <laughs> yeah, we need to know about Devlin Hussein. I want to know what you represented him for. Well, that was that was mostly Brad's client. Parking fines. Oh. A park, is parking a human That's... rights issue? I didn't know it was. Well, in Saddam's... Iraq, it was. Oh, wow. Anything can be a human rights issue if you try hard enough. This is true. My, my, technically, if you're a human, right? Your rights. Exactly. But, Do um, concave humans have special rights? Uh, is that a separate branch of the it's law? A, it's covered in disability law. Is it? So, it, so it is a disability. It's a disability. Yeah. Although it's a self-imposed disability. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. You pay the plastic surgeon to make you disabled, effectively. Yeah, well, who wouldn't? <laughs> okay, can't argue with that. <laughs> Never thought about it that way. Um, so, do you, do you, okay, what you mentioned some vague answers about like how what has remained current in this book, and it's like the people. Mm. The people remain current. It's in this all book. people. Human struggle. So, what is, what, so name a specific character and why that's current. The uh, man. Great, great. Or so, Gatsby. So, Gatsby himself. What's current about Gatsby? He's a man with ambitions. Ambitions above his station. And he has desires as well. Desires. This is a really, really vague one. You might as well just say he's a person and pers- people are still around, so. Yes. Current. Yeah, exactly. That's not the exactly point that I'm trying to make, mean. boys. That's not trying to, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to make that point at all. You're, you're, you're couching the, the debate in two broader terms as to make it meaningless, I'm saying. Um, I'm looking for more specificity, I guess. There's, um, lots of people that have uh, problems, people problems. People problems. Okay, again, you're not really narrowing it down. Give me a specific. Like, Emma, do you want to help these boys out? Like, uh, 
Um, well... Don't help us. We don't need your pity. <laughs> well, okay. It's not pity. I'm just prompting you because I know that you guys have already read it and you're mm. clearly yeah, experts. Three times so. in plumbing school. Three times in plumbing school. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure interested to know what else is on the canon of literature in the plumbing school. Uh, Great Gatsby 2. Even greater. Great Whoa, I great, didn't know there was a sequel. I didn't know there was a sequel. What happens in a sequel? He comes back to life. Gatsby <laughs> comes back to life. Gatsby is, comes back to life. Is he a zombie? Yeah. Well, zombie. then what happens? He... Eats Ethel. Ooh, who's Ethel? That's a new character. Isn't it? Okay, he's <laughs> yeah. Ethel. Yeah, she's good though. Ethel Plumbridge. Ethel Plumbridge. <laughs> and then in the third one, he finds wait, that's kid. the whole book. That's the second book. He just eats a woman. <laughs> okay, well, like, if you want the su- summarization, if you want to reduce it. Of the, if, you look, if you want summarization of the first book, it's like he has a party. It's a little, yeah, but well, I think well, I think what you're trying it's to say, not everything that's happened. you're making it's a good point about the book, and that is that because the, the nature of Fitzgerald's prose, he does kind of get caught up in these sort of poetic descriptions when there's little happening plot-wise, but there's quite a lot of musing going on about oh, the kind mm-hmm. of the human condition mm-hmm. about yeah, living in yeah, a particular yeah, place. So yeah, yeah. maybe there's just more of yeah. that in Great Gatsby too, yeah, really, which I have to say didn't know it existed. Is that a special book that only plumbers can read? <laughs> yeah, yeah, only oh. if you go to the elite plumbing schools oh that my also God. double up as law schools. Yeah, and wow. Fitzgerald wrote this book himself. Yeah, for us. <laughs> Not us specifically, I mean people like us. Oh, for, okay. the for, for the plumbers, for the plumbers. Right. So the plumbing school must kind. have been established pre-1940, because I think yeah, that's when uh, Fitzgerald died. So It's Harvard's plumbing school. It's true. Wow. It's like, um, okay. so we're, we're, we're legacy. <laughs> okay, all right. Good for you. It's mm. like that movie Tron. Um, wait, wait. so like, that's the second book. What the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> in what way is it like that movie Tron? It's got the word legacy in it. Ah, right. it's, it's the point, it's like I believe. pandemic legacy. I don't yeah, think exactly. We exactly. didn't see that, that movie, well. did we? No, we have only seen Tron 1. Okay, good. Um, let's go back into the uh, the, the book. Um, I, 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 still, I still think like we haven't really hit upon what makes this book a universal book. Why are we yeah. still reading this book to this day? Why have there been so many adaptations? We just had... Uh, Baz Luhrmann's like um, Great Gatsby which came out what two three years ago and he tried to jazz it all up even further mm. by including like some hip hop he got Jay-Z to do some songs for it um, I'm not sure how I feel about that like do you think it works when you transpose elements of the jazz age and then have some rapping going on there not that I have anything against that but I just mm. don't know if it's necessary you know? I didn't mind the film, but it was kind of it, it was you can it's, it's one of those things you can enjoy as a spectacle for two hours and then afterwards just think mm, that was all right. Yeah, I, do you think that like Baz Luhrmann sort of like got uh, the points of the book? Do you think that like um in the end the parties and all the excesses feel as empty as they do in the book? Yeah, I think it's there to an extent and it's it's there mostly because i mean i'm not a massive fan of um leonardo dicaprio but i think he does a really good performance so you get mm-hmm. the kind of the moving bit and the sadness towards the end right 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 um in terms of making it kind of like the big flashy spectacle though i mean i thought the music and so on was good but it's it's probably the most baz lermaning baz Luhrmann film so I, do you know what I some people really really don't don't like him I, I don't get why you would have a film have all this period detail Set it in the, like the twenties and make all these period specific details and stay true to that aspect of the book. But then decide, but during the parties we'll have some dubstep playing and we'll have Beyonce yeah. and Jay Z. Like maybe he, he, like. He, he thought that he'd get Beyonce and Jay when he got Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah. He was like, oh yeah. shit, we'll have to let them yeah, do the to, thing. So, but why that, not just transpose yeah. the whole thing to the modern day? That's what I don't get. Yeah. I don't, because then you wouldn't you wouldn't have all the 
I don't know. It was an excuse to kind of launch a thousand kind of 1920s parties, wasn't yeah. it? I yeah. guess yeah. so. I mean, you could easily set it in the run up to something like the 2008, like a uh, uh, credit crunch, and you could still tell a similar story. Um, the elections one, maybe? Oh, the election that, happened, right? that was in 2008. I was thinking more about the credit crunch, though. Um, mm. Right. Right. What? Right. You, you look thirsty. Would you like some Red Bull? Yes, please. Here you go. So you've got to stop feeding each other. I think this is a, not, uh, a very codependent relationship that I'm seeing. Well, we're very successful, though. Have you uh, heard the story of the Collier brothers? No. The Collier brothers were two brothers who lived together in the Upper East Side of New York, um, and they were recluses. They lived together. One of them went blind, and the other brother um, looked after his other brother and thought, because they're both physicians, that they didn't need to see a proper doctor, and he just kept feeding him oranges. And um, in the years that his brother had gone by and he thought the younger brother thought he could actually restore his sight using oranges, he started collecting newspapers because he thought when my brother gets his sight back, he'll want to read or catch up on all kinds of events. This is events. a really good story. Years and years pass, all these newspapers build up. Um, the brother's seen only occasionally coming out at night uh, until one day nobody sees any of them at all. Uh, after a few, like a year, the police come in, break down the door. And they find the older brother has died. He's starved to death. They can't find the other brother at all um, until they start removing all the crap that they've collected over the years from the first floor of their apartment. And it turns out that the uh, other brother had set off a trap that he'd uh, laid for any intruders and been buried under a pile of his own newspapers and died. We should do that. We should do that. I was going to say, that's something to aspire to there, guys. I think so. Well, we're <laughs> Squad to... goals, am I right? Yeah. Squad goals. Hashtag squad goals. We're quite busy in the preparations for the next election. Yeah, we're running for Prime Minister. What? Oh, yeah, what, the two of you? Yeah, yeah. You know, when there was that talk about the start of a new centrist party between uh, Labour and the Conservatives, and there's huge amounts of donor money going in. Right, yeah. Yeah, we're the leaders of that. Okay. Wow, okay. Okay. And um, what are your what's your main policy? Um, centrism. Which is what? Doing stuff around down the middle. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, like, basically, you're gonna it's the political, uh, uh, the political manifestation of you fusing your faces together. Yeah. Like you're on the right of the spaghetti strand, you're on the left of the spaghetti strand, and you're gonna eat and munch and suck that spaghetti strand until you meet in the centre. And your faces slot into each other. That's the logo. Is that even allowed in the House of Commons though? What, eating spaghetti? Well no, sort of facial fusion almost kissing spaghetti. Well that's one of my policies that will be allowed. Well just for you guys or everybody in the House of Commons? I mean it would apply for everybody but So you've got like you're gonna have a whole debating chamber full of people eating spaghetti strands. (laughs) I mean I imagine not everyone has to do it. Just because the part of law was passed allowing something. When gay marriage was passed, not everyone had to get gay married. Well, we, we did, but... Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true that we did do that. <laughs> so you are married. But we are gay. <laughs> We're not gay. You're not gay. We're, We're not, not gay on each other. We're gay for our husbands. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because right. I was thinking to myself, like, so that's more important then that you have the no kissing t-shirts then so your husbands yeah. don't get jealous of you. <laughs> that must make things really awkward for them, though. What happens if you one of you wants to have alone time with their husband? Well, <laughs> do you yeah. like put a sheet over the other over your brother? That's true. Yeah. What happens when you're sleeping hu- in the same um, bed? Barney, what happens when your husband wants to kiss your concave face? It, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will, every day gets a little better. How so? I pluff. I'm getting good at puffing up my cheeks. <laughs> Can we see that now? 
Wow. He is pretty good at it. I he wish is. the people at home could see this. That's a pound. <laughs> okay, no, that's not good. That's Careful. not good. That's not good. I would probably ease up on the whole <laughs> afterwards because that's not a good that's not a good look or a sound. That sound comes out when I do it. Yeah, when you're kissing, that's not good. That's not if good. he likes it though. What, the husband, your husband yeah. likes that. He, he wants you to do Oh, that. he loves it. Uh, okay. When, Chin, when you copied the sound, it sounded a bit like Marlon Brando. <laughs> that's not what I was going for. But, but that's uh, what happened. It was an accidental Brando. I, I, I like You're just like Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando could have played um, um, Great Gatsby too. Um, two. The second one. <laughs> yeah, the one where he becomes a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he comes back and eats people. <laughs> yeah. That's totally a Brando role. As it like, is, I could totally is. see Brando. Except he'd, he'd go method and actually eat people. He, well, I'm pretty sure he did, like, yeah, in quite a few of those yeah. films. Um, but yeah, no, I would watch that. Like, we're talking about Fat Brando, though, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. this is Brando post, like, um, the island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Okay, all right. Fat Brando in a moo Yeah. You know what I like? I like how that... How, I like... I like how they're how they're called. The places are called Est Egg, West Egg, and East Egg. Oh, yeah. In the book, that's true. Because that reminds me, uh, um, Brad. I brought you an egg. Oh, thank you very much. Would you like it? it's raw though? <laughs> Oh, you ate a whole <laughs> shit I don't, everything. I didn't know that human jaws could do that. It was like a snake. <laughs> I had plastic surgery. Of course you did. Yeah, you can. <laughs> he had it the other direction. You, big, you two are big fans of plastic surgery. Who's yeah. your doctor? Uh, Dr. Jameson. Dr. James' son. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dr. James' son. Oh, okay, Dr. James' son. Is he actually a doctor or is he just the son of a doctor? He's a doctor. Good, good. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you wouldn't want to give. A procedure like making a concave face to somebody who never taken any yeah sort of that's exam. that's a big undertaking for, for we anyone. held hands during the operation too oh, oh. that's sweet yeah. I mean you were basically disabling yourself and defacing your own faces but like that is sweet that is very sweet <laughs> do you like cats sometimes I don't like cats so that's he why you cats. had plastic yeah. surgery I like dogs he doesn't like dogs let's call the whole thing off Okay, okay. So this influenced your plastic surgery choices? Or, uh, no, uh, that's just an anecdote. That's the second best anecdote. It's called the Robin one. Yes. That and he tells them whenever we meet all these foreign. What's your um, What's your third best anecdote? Okay, so oh, it's rubbish. I'll but, tell it anyway. But it yeah. is terrible. Okay, well, there's there's this this tree, okay, and it's in a road, but. The, the issue around it is that the leaves keep falling off every year. So a man gets a dog and they go up to the tree. The dog does a shit on the tree at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, and the, this man, is... the man in that is David Attenborough. Wow. I would have led with yeah. that, personally. I don't yeah. know why you had to be David coy about this. dog does a shit on a tree. I don't know why you had to be coy about the fact well, that... I didn't uh, want to name drop. When you say on a tree, how big is the dog and how small is the tree? The tree is really small. And the dog is about the size of Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> if he lets that when on his all fours. So how, how, That's how actually big like, is that in centimetres? I don't know how... <laughs> pretty big dog. Like, pretty big dog. Has he got Paul McCartney's hair? Oh, he's got a so he got a weave. He, he wears a Beatles t-shirt. Right. <laughs> you know what? I don't think like you're... I think I've seen him hanging around. Kenny your Chan. anecdotes are really good, but I just don't think you're very good at telling them. Brad doesn't these, like that one. The most interesting parts of... You've, you literally forgot the most interesting parts of your anecdote. Your story was literally about a man's dog taking a shit on the tree. And then after the fact, I realised the man is David Attenborough. The dog is the size of Paul McCartney. 
Well, you could have. These are details you should include. Yeah, like the dog's also wearing a Beatles t-shirt. Don't forget about that. Exactly. Well, clearly you did because you did not include. So he saw this as well at the human rights conference. Okay, all right, all right. I told you at the UN. Guys, guys, this is this is not countries that didn't like it. Yeah. Uzbekistan hated it. Uzbekistan really don't like the Beatles. So I can say that they preferred the monkeys. It's a bit weird. Can, can, I, can I just give you like some notes on like your anecdotes? Like just lead with the most interesting, interesting parts of the story first. The most interesting parts of the story are not the basic descriptors. <laughs> but I want it to be a, a big reveal at the end. But there's it's, a it's not really a reveal when you sort of like when you said the end <laughs> and then as a postscript or what is this the epilogue <laughs> to an anecdote. Like, like, like 10 years later everyone's a critic that's what mum said yeah. mum said don't go there he's gonna criticise you he's gonna he's gonna be mean to you you told your mum you were coming here to be on the podcast yeah, yeah. she's coming is next she week. listening to this she's, she's coming she... next week oh is how, she oh right how does she feel about your facial surgery choices it was how I did <laughs> she insisted has she had any work done herself oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. she's made 12 feet tall <laughs> wow I can't how believe many, how many Paul McCartney's is that about uh Two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. yeah it's okay. amazing what they'll let you do in plastic surgery these days. Make me 12 foot tall. Oh, and make my face concave. <laughs> She's yeah, the... don't see any problem here. I'm She's also fine. got the world record for longest fingernails. Wow. Is that also plastic surgery? No. No, she just grew them out. She just never cut them. So your mum is a 12 foot <laughs> record holder for the longest fingernails. Yeah. Really interesting, interesting family. Interesting family. When, when you've got the world record for longest fingernails, do they take on board the height of the person in the fingernails? They've got to. Really? Important to do so that. is she the high? She's the record holder for the the um twelve the tallest person with the longest fingernails, or is it just longest? It's fingernails both. It's both it? separately. Okay, so it's, she's a double world record holder. Double world record, and she also got a two hundred meter butterfly. Wow, she's doing. Yeah, again, this is good. These are stories which like a lot <laughs> seems to come out after the actual like main plot. I was like, oh, my mother's had plastic surgery. Oh, really? Yeah, she's twelve feet tall. <laughs> oh, she's a record record holder. Oh, double record holder. Yeah. Oh, also butterfly. Lead with the most interesting parts. Just like, just yeah. give me. I the... see what you're doing. You're trying to sort of preserve some mystique and then kind of bring it out. Yeah, but it, it's it's just a bit confusing. It just it seems is. to be like, um, just give me all the details. I don't have time for this sort of like segmented storytelling. Well, we're trying to talk about a book here, and all you just want to know about is our life. And I know we're really interested. No, I, I actually, I'm. I don't want to know about your life. I'd quite like to talk well, about if, the book. If the thing is, um, though, if you guys were saying all humans were the same, then you know your story is technically the same as the book story. Yeah, it's true. Oh, so, that, you know. That's a cheap get out cause, Emily. I don't. Did you see Get Out? <laughs> yeah, we executive produced it. Really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. That was a successful movie. Well, we did very well out of it, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie, too. Do you, do, you, are you just, yeah. do you just do everything that comes out of my mouth? <laughs> I just say something and then be like, yeah, we did that too. Is that. Is that no, right? just get out and <laughs> human rights lowering and plumbing. Yeah, okay. Fair, fair enough. Just just let me know if I say Those anything are the three and things you, we've you did done. that. We've done no other things. You promise? <laughs> and the YouTube okay. channel, but, the YouTube channel. but that's an extension. And of the, the jazz as well. You've done jazz. Well, that's an extension of the YouTube channel. Yeah, but nothing else. Yeah, and we were in Sun Ra's band briefly. Okay, is that yeah. it? Yeah, that's that. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Cool life. And this podcast now. Okay, cool life, guys. That's a lot cool of life. things. Because I, I want to. I think. I think we're getting towards the end of the book now. Um, I want to ask one last little question here. Uh, I think. It's fair to say The Great Gatsby is a book about uh, dreamers and lost people who are trying to find their happy endings amongst the last gasp of the Jazz Age before the Great Depression washes everything away. Do you think anybody in this book deserves a happy ending, though? I think they do. I mean, they're all people, aren't they? (laughs) 
But yeah, they're not very nice people, though. They're yeah, kind but of... nice, not nice people deserve nice lives. Do they? I think so. Everyone deserves a nice life at the end of the day. Do yeah. they? Mm. Yeah, they do. That's we... what we do as human rights lawyers. Well, you don't, really. Because we make you're... everyone have a nice life. Well, then you'd be defending like absolute monsters like Slobodan Milosevic or Radko Miladic um, uh, mm. or, uh, uh, or Robert Mugabe, as opposed to his brother. Do you remember when that man committed suicide? Which point? Which man? When he gave himself poison. When he... oh, I thought you were talking about your guest on your show. <laughs> oh, yeah, when he killed That was a woman, though. That was a woman as well. That was yeah. a woman pretending to be George, George w. w. Bush, Bush. <laughs> in a hilarious prank. <laughs> Gotcha! <laughs> but he did catch you. <laughs> I don't know if he did. Uh, I wasn't going. I wasn't expecting to watch something like that. No, I mean, I'm. I'm going to need extra counselling after that. Um, but <laughs> good use of the word extra. Not <laughs> the normal amount. Of <laughs> well, I'm going to need a fair amount after all the face fusing I've watched today. It's, it's not. It's not what you expect on a Sunday. Yeah, I don't really think a, people who've like had plastic surgery to make them faces concave or any in any position to lecture anybody else about. Like, well, it's flip coin. So flip a coin. Flip a coin. That's what Dad always used to do. Um, I call heads. It was heads. Okay. What, what were we calling for? <laughs> Whatever you were saying. Yeah. Okay. I think you guys might have to see a therapist. Flip a coin. Let's see if we will. Wait. No. That we well, can't just flip it again. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It is. Okay. Not. So you got to go see a therapist. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's tails. Okay, no, that's not. Is... play Sonic the Hedgehog. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. I play Knuckles. He plays Knuckles, and I play Big the Cat. So the Great Gatsby. <laughs> do we think? Um, do we do we think this was a good book, a bad book? I think it's a great book. La, 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 la. Yeah. You thought it was yeah. a great book? <laughs> this guy's excited. He got really excited. I, I, yeah. I, think, I think it was a wonderful I have book. never seen a concave face do that before. <laughs> yeah, it's great, it's isn't it? Pretty good. It's, great, it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty great. Um, so, uh, Brad, you thought this was a good book. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 from Brad Lemon Climbs. Um, Barney, do you think it was a good book? Mm, no. 1 out of 10. Why? Why? Because he said 10. Yeah, you the opposite of me. Oh, it's very oh, true. I okay. didn't realise. Well, actually, you've ended up agreeing on a lot of things today. So. And you are both in the same political party. <laughs> That's so. true. Yeah, but we're on opposite ends of it. You're opposite both ends yeah. of what? The centre. And also, you're both yeah. plumbers. If you're a plumber, well, it's opposite we, of you. We retire. I know, but beforehand, you were. Uh, you, if you were a plumber, then like Barney would have been the opposite of what a plumber is. What's it? A water man. <laughs> That's technically a plumber still, but yeah. <laughs> Somebody who. Breaks pipes. Um, you'd be um, you'd be King Bowser. It's the opposite of a plumber, right? No, it's not. It doesn't exist. Okay, fair enough. All right. Says so the man who got plastic surgery to get his face more convex. He's going to tell me things that aren't real. Okay. Um, that was real. Okay. All right. All right. I I, I don't know. You. I'm getting. Uh... Okay, actually, I changed my mind. It was very good. But now you have to say it's bad. Oh, but I liked it. <laughs> Okay, we both liked it. We can't, we can't hide it. We can't hide it. So you both liked it. Yeah, okay, nice. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Uh, Emily, what do you think of um, The Great Gatsby? Uh, it's an interesting book. It's not without its problems, as in yeah, characters being unpleasant and some of the prose being slightly overwritten. But yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a, it's worthy of its place in the literary canon. It's okay. definitely one of those you learn more each time you read Agreed. it. So. I think we're. A, I think this is going to be a unanimous decision from everybody in the podcast. I think this is a brilliant book. Uh, I, uh, yes, everybody in it is awful and mm-hmm. terrible. Um, 
But that's not a slam on the book. I think no. it's something that's deliberate. I think F. Scott Fitzgerald is deliberately holding up a mirror to his times and mm. saying, what a bunch of assholes. And we need writers to do that every now and then. Mm. We need them to call out uh, people's bullshit. And I think The Great Gatsby does that very well. Everybody in it's kind of lost. Nobody, I don't think anybody deserves a happy ending. And I think it does hold, uh, hold up just how empty the American dream is. Mm. Right? The impossible pursuit of riches wealth and happiness and how ultimately it doesn't mean anything mm. but there's, so, at the same time there's something beautiful about hope which is why you've got that last paragraph at the end about yeah. boats about wanting to start again yeah but, but there's also showing it's impossible showing it's impossible but you can still kind of I don't know you can I, still even though you know it's impossible and you know it's fake there's something I, important about hope I, perhaps I don't, I don't know I don't know how hopeful it is I think it's more of a weary resignation. I think Fitzgerald himself famously said there's no second act in American lives. Mm. I think any sort of attempt to try to start again is doomed to failure because of the fact that America doesn't it doesn't give second chances. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a harsh harsh country, and if you if you fuck up, it's very rare that you'll bounce back from yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I, I think it's yeah, I think it's a, a fairly bleak ending. Um, and 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 Tom Buchanan gets away with it. Oh, I know. He gets uh, away with it. He just drives off in the sunset. He gets the girl. He, he doesn't, he isn't confronted about his racist views at all. And it's no. like the idea that if you're really rich and powerful, if you're truly rich and powerful in America, you can do whatever they want. Yeah. Get away with it. Um, but, um, so yeah, so I think it's a unanimous decision, which means that the great Gatsby, you're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great dance there. I love that. I love that song. It brings a tear to my eye. That is powerful. There's some um, amazing kind of jazz interpretation with the rhythms going on with these wow. two as well. Yeah. Clapping. <laughs> yeah, but it was clapping in a very interesting way. Jazz clapping. It jazz was postmodern jazz clap. So there was a bit of... Um... Jazz clapping sounds like a euphemism for something. I'm not sure <laughs> what's Yeah, we've got that jazz clapping. Yeah. Um, as we all know, we love this book, but as we all know, not every book is perfect and there's always room for improvement. Um, and this is the part of the show where I go around the table and ask them, everybody who's read the book how they would have improved The Great Gatsby in the section we call Notes. And um, I've made the theme tune a little bit longer this time, just to give everybody a little bit of extra time to think about what they want to say and how they'd improve this book. Still going. Get those thoughts in your heads. Uh, you got them? Notes, everybody. I want to start over here with Brad. Brad, how would you well, improve this book? Well, well, uh, notes, notes are that, that the book could have had even more time spent. On the characters. <laughs> okay, so your note is that the book could have had even more time spent on the characters. So what does that mean? The book is longer? 
Which characters? What sort of time are we spending here? No, <laughs> no, no, no. The book. <laughs> Just a note to all the people at home. Um, Brad and Barney have fused their faces together and are now speaking in unison mm. for some reason. What was we meant to, to say was that, that the book... <laughs> Was <laughs> good one, bro. Was it? Was it really? Was it a good one? I don't know. Okay, what you said it was. Was <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Your faces are starting to fall apart. Yeah, they're leaking. You need to be careful. Not, Not enough, enough time, time spent. On um, the <laughs> characters. <laughs> okay. All right. So, not enough time spent on the characters. That's your note. How would you, so you would have spent more time with the characters? Fair enough. Not sure what that means. Not sure how to incorporate that in the book. If I got that as a note for my book, I'd be confused and ask for more details. But your faces are starting to melt, so I don't think I should press you any further on this point. Uh, in which case, I'm going to move to Emily. Emily, how would you have improved The Great Gatsby? Uh, sorry, I was slightly, I'm slightly traumatised by the, all the facial fusion that's gone on. But, yeah, uh, no, there's a bit of dripping going on there. There's a lot of dripping. You might need to, um, you might need to get that carpet cleaned. Ah, it'll be, it'll be uh, fine. Well, you know, they're eating the um, the fluids now. It's <laughs> it's, it's a sight to behold. So um, they are, um, and they're yeah. supposed to be working my water heater as well later. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's going to be messy. Oh, I it? fixed you it. Get some... Oh, did you fix it? Whilst you're making it. a peach cobbler? When I made a peach cobbler, I did it with my foot. Wow. That's really? How much do I owe you? Bah, don't worry. Oh, thank you. Thank Is you. your foot concave as well? Yeah, everything's concave. Everything? Wow, so you are basically as concave as Einstein. Wait, does that yeah. mean? Wait, wait, so you mean to tell me that downstairs and you're... That's concave too. Goes backwards. Wow. How does that... So how do you, you know... Wait, well, he's got a husband. Yeah, when, yeah, you, when you wanna... When you wanna... With the... And you wanna... How do right. you... I like it when he whistles. <laughs> His husband is convex down there. Is so you tell me he's giving her... her I was supposed to, but now I'm. This is yeah. Um, Sorry. I would have made the made the narrator a slightly more interesting character, but I can see necessarily why he's not. Let him do something for goddamn sake. Right. How much time would you have spent with the characters? <laughs> uh, well, all of them, or on average, yeah, or? the characters. Um, Relative to how much time? I don't was know. Spent. Say about it's not a very long novels to so say twenty five pages each. Twenty five pages. Not yeah. Enough. Not enough. Not enough. How many pages? How many pages? How much time? Are we timing it? Are we doing like a sort of a Kindle thing? So we're working out average time spent reading a chapter. Or do you just think number of pages, or just just more time? Yeah. Well, how do you measure time in a book, for example? What if I said like, um, and then Nick Carraway sat down and had a drink with Jay Gatsby for fifty years. The end. That'd be good. That would be yeah. Okay, that's all. That's all you need. That's all you need. Why would that be? How would that be good? Because you spend a lot of time with the characters, and specifically is fifty years. Is more, fifty years enough? More though? time. More time. Would, would there be an, a, an upper limit on that time? A couple of centuries. No. So no. Okay. All right. Infinity time so, would be ideal. So your needs to improve the novel would have been covered if. F. Scott Fitzgerald had just included the sentence that said, and then you spent 50 years of the characters. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Okay, oh, all right. I love that. 
That seems like a very doable note. Um, mm. Sorry, Emily, you were saying like a more about the uh, spending time with the characters and uh, oh, what the the twenty five pages each twenty five pages. Yeah, obviously not all sort of. You wouldn't have like sort of twenty five pages on one, and then you, have to, you kind of mix them up a bit. Okay, so like maybe out of order. Yeah, just jumble it up. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe put some pages from a different book as well. Oh, maybe yeah. So like uh, maybe like one page could be from uh, the it's like American Psycho. Yeah, and then <gasps> American Psycho. Put that in there, and maybe just a page from Where's Wally. Yeah, because suddenly like you turn the page and it's like, oh, I've got to find the man with his glasses and the yeah, red stripy suit. Yeah, your, your, your classic thing. old school kind of ladybird books about going to the zoo and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, except it's now about like I'm um, all oh, the ladybird book of the of the jazz age. The ladybird book of the miserable decadent yeah, people. The, lady of the jazz book, age. The ladybird book of the um, jazz cucks. <laughs> <laughs> this lady is crying because she has had too much bathtub gin. <laughs> Um, oh, that's a good note. I like that. I like this sort of like remixing the Gatsby novel. Yeah, I think more people should, um, should postmodern, very postmodern. Yes. Pomo. So, yeah. what uh, if I was to fuse all these notes together, like your faces? Uh, I would say it's all about the book, fusion today. You spend more time with the book characters. That's very important. Yeah, and you also got to put some more pages from various other sources and just put them all together in this book, and maybe change the title. I don't know if the Great Gatsby really covers it. The Great Fat Bee. <laughs> Maybe then you've changed the book about a big fat bee, wouldn't you? Yeah, it would be a better book. Yeah, and this big fat bee is trying to win the love of an undeserving woman. I'm making lots of honey. It's like <laughs> fat bee, you're better than the whole rotten lot of them. Bzzz. How big is the bee gonna be? Oh, really? Dick? How big, bro? Big fat is bee. he called Jay Fat Bee? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Wait, is, and is he also played by Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> no, he's played by uh, Jason Alexander. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that one coming. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, right. Jeremy. My good friend Jason Alexander. Oh, okay. You, you could also... Um, I didn't know you knew You him. could have that oh, idea, and then also something to express how irritating the characters are, so it could be called yes. the Great Twatsby. Oh, okay. Oh, and if you keep the fat bee in, it'd be the Great Twatsby Fat Bee. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd read that. The Great... F- the great fat bee was a great twats bee. <laughs> he took a great shats bee. He was a scats bee. And then did some scats bee. For 50 years. For 50 years. Like the end. Like Scatman John. Nice. I loved it. I think we've... We've we've improved it. I mean, it's a great novel. Oh, we it's it hard to improve a book that I loved a lot, but I think we might have done it. I think we might have done it with that sentence. In many ways, you uh, could just put it. If we just write it in the, in the back of the book, we should go we'll go to the library and write it in the back every of the copy book. of the Great Gatsby. And, so and every copy that we find, just right at the end, after just before the words at the end, the great fat bee was a great twat bee. He took a great shat's bee and did some scats for, bubble, 50, bubble, for 50 for 50 years for 50 years yeah are you the putting the, sc- the scatting in brackets there just so yeah no no, no it's just like, like the end and then this is like a that's a line of... a YouTube video yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me me there on, on a mountain going wow the production values for this uh, edition have gone yeah why are you in the mountain can we afford to film you on the mountain I don't know that much about the mechanics of uh, scat singing is it yeah. better at a high altitude yeah, you, you, you'd think an organisation that would be able to pay to fly you out to record something on the mountain could do more than just 
breaking to libraries and scrolling the <laughs> sentence at the end of a, it's the not, facing book. It's not basically. about the, it's the way it's done. It's an mm. art piece. It's exposition. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what exposition That's means, not, yeah. but uh, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll find it. Begs, begs death. Begs wow, death. Um, everybody, it's been an absolute joy um, to have you on the show. I, I feel like we've had a very worthwhile discussion today. Um, I don't have anything to plug or emails. I don't know if you anybody here wants to plug anything or read uh, anything. We have something to <laughs> plug. Mm-hmm. It is the best. best Crowd funding <laughs> exercise by, by that we could <laughs> think of. This is a very inefficient plug, I have to say. Why couldn't one of you just made the plug? Why did you both have to fuse your faces together and do this weird t- twin thing? Like, wow. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's. Is really the, the only <laughs> way we can agree on the best exercise bike. Bike. <laughs> this, that's the only way you can decide on the best exercise bike. The the fact that. The, the, the exercise bike you're crowdfunding. You yeah. haven't even decided if it's the best one yet. You're crowdfunding something that you haven't... That you you can only agree on by fusing your face together. This does not make a lot of sense, but thank you very much for the plug. Are you going to give, give us a website for the for the plug? What's the name of the products? Or anything? www.how... <laughs> It's, it's not crowdfund.com. It's not Kickstarter. www.howl.com. <laughs> okay. Good. So go to that. Go to that uh, for the exercise bike. Thank you very much. Emily, do you have anything you want for the plug? Uh, yeah, I've got a, a pop of three-hander show at Brighton and Camden Fringe called oh, shit. Lime yeah. Wolf McQuaid and Friends. Nice. When's the next? When's the first previews for that? Uh, we did the first one the other week. It How was, it um, I think, the... Um, the a uh, technical theatrical term would be um, shambolic as fuck, but in a good way. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, and then we've got the second one tomorrow at CAV in Stockwell. And oh, then we're in Brighton the beginning of June and 2nd to 6th of August at the Camden Comedy Club. So what time is that happening tomorrow? Six o'clock. Six o'clock at the CAV in the Shams. Lynn yeah. McQuaid and friends? Yep. And friends. Which friends? Uh... They are actual friends of mine, and they're also other comedians, Phil Green and David Ferguson. Are they strong? They are strong. They're strong How friends. much do they lift up? Oh, depends on what time of day it is. What about at 6.20? I'd it? say about four kittens apiece. It's quite a lot. That's, that's, that's quite a lot. much. It is. They're quite heavy kittens. Yeah. On a scale of uh, one to six, how much face fusing happens in this show? We, we, we've got bits that we haven't worked out yet, but we're hoping by Camden there will be at least a little bit of face fusing. Yes. Do you know, I mean, I've, I've heard it's a very good way at um, agreeing upon things. If you want to agree upon something, just fuse your face with somebody else's and like you will gradually get to the uh, point that you want to agree over. There'd be a lot more... Um, um, 
smooth operation of a three-handed comedy show and also probably a lot fewer wars if everyone was more into face feeling. It's very true. You know Amen. what? You've convinced me. I think I'm going to go get my face made concave tomorrow. Who's going to be your concave <laughs> convex partner? I'll be fine. I'll just get a hammer and just do it myself. Like panel No, I mean, who's going to be the convex person who is the partner to your concave I guess somebody whose face is shaped like the hammer I'm going to use on my face. I don't have a brother, no. Do you have a uh, uncle? I do have an uncle. Yeah. Do it with him? I have several. Would well, they, you'd have to choose which one then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who would be the best fit? Maybe if I get him to hammer my face, then he can make it look like that. Good idea. Or maybe I should just do uh, uh, myself. I'll do a papier-mâché mould of my own face. Yeah. And then make a, a convex sort of like shape, and then just shove that in my face to make it look like it's a hollow representation of my own face. Bring, That's... bring, bring! Oh, oh, oh! It's Kim Jong Il on the phone. Oh, hi, Kim. We've got to go and deal with that. Tell him I said okay. Well, we've got to go. We've got to get the helicopter. Hold on a second. Did you just Tinder date call us on the podcast? <laughs> Did you get Kim Jong Il to phone you just so you could leave the no, podcast? This is important. It's important. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know a date call when I see one. We said that we might have... It usually begins with my date going, bring, bring, bring. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting a call. Kim Jong-il, is that you? Sorry, I've got to leave this date shit. (laughs) I know how it works, guys. If we sneak out really quiet, he might not notice. I also know how... I also understand Whisper. I took a class in Whisper. He might... if If we get low to the ground, he won't see us. This is classic. Down. He's right in front of you. You can, you can hear. No, no, Emily. No, I, I've seen it all before. I've seen it all before. Every day I've ever been th- been on. But have you ever been on a? D- is this a, is you three on a date? I didn't realize. Was well, podcast dates bit, kind of? I feel a little bit awkward now. I feel a little bit like. It's a, a bit of a grey area for me. Uh, He's undone one of his buttons. I've undone one of my buttons already. <laughs> oh God! Well, there we go. It is on. Whatever Folks, it is, I think on. this about wraps it up for me. I've got to hold on to this. I've got to basically write this course correct this date now um but um it's been an absolute pleasure to have everybody here uh i hope you all join me again next week where we'll be doing another book until then thank you to all my guests um keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries bye bye i love you bye.